With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Log Talk Radio. Flurry, you better grab a life vest. Did I lie? Yes! <laughs> Pull the mask off. People aren't going to like what they see. Looks going to look like flesh on the outside. You rip it open, it's just circuitry and wires. If my plan works, think of this. I'm going to be off the block from a guy who put on a carrot suit, took an avocado bath, took a chum bath, and sat out of an HOH competition all to get me out. Hello? Will? Yeah? Hey, it's Boogie. Hey! Check this out. Underhanded, unscrupulous, and unexpected. It's time for another summer of Big Brother. guys. It's time for the Troubadour of Talk and the Toxic Shock Jock of Block Talk. I'm Sam, and this is the Big Brother After Show, the one and only, the best that's out there right now. Believe you me, there's a lot of quality ones out there, but not quite the grade of this one. A lot of effort put in to this, to make a night like this special for you, Big Brother fans. And what a night it's going to be because we're not even going to save it. We know Fessy won the HOH, changing everything up after that disastrous Haley HOH. But I am coming live to you from Le- uh, from Dead Lizard Studios. We almost made it a live, desert, uh, live lizard. It's a dead lizard. Dead Lizard Studios, 20 minutes south of Atlanta, where it's extremely hot. The fans are on. We got some air circulation because it is ridiculous right now, guys. Don't forget to check out our Twitter, BB After Show. You can enter, you can uh, conversate with your host here, Sam. Love going back and forth with you guys. Put a poll out there. Going to check on it, see what we got. Uh, asking you guys who you were hoping would be HOH. Uh, also, don't forget check out our sponsor, Morty's Morty's TV, Morty's, Morty's TV uh, slash BB slash. Those all go forward. You can go over there and chat with the people that you love to chat with that are into Big Brother just like you. Find some friends. Make some lifelong relationships happen there. That's what that place is about. They love creating relationships and family atmosphere over there at Morty's. Can't beat it. Best site out there for reality TV. Best thing you guys can actually get out there and dig your teeth and sink your teeth into, dig your nails into, and enjoy that Big Brother talk over there. They're also looking for volunteers, always. 
So please, please, please meet up with those guys. They are wonderful people. I can't tell you how good they've been to me, how good they've been to the show, and how much they have done for reality TV, especially Big Brother, Survivor, Amazing Race, anything you like. They've got something for you. It's a menu that is unlike any other. Whatever your hunger is, Morty's can fulfill that need. So please go over there and visit them. They're great friends of ours. Um, A lot of stuff going on this week. Free season football again is on. If you're a fantasy football player, this is the height of your uh, year outside of Big Brother for some of us. I I kind of tap dance on the line of of loving Big Brother and that situation of of you know being a, a not a closet Big Big Brother lover because I'm out here. But hey, you know what? Probably a lot of my football friends, if they knew I was having a show about Big Brother, they might be like, "What are you doing?" But I enjoy this preseason time. But for you guys that don't like football, you're very aggravated at the fact that your local team is cutting into your valuable Big Brother time. Please remember that the CBS All Access app was designed specifically for you in mind. So please go check it out when you're blocked. It is actually for the $5 a month, even if you just want to do it for the Big Brother season. I get nothing from this promotion, by the way. But it is, as Big Brother fans come together, we've got to help each other with information. And it, it is the best value for $5. I believe it still is $4.99. I mean, you can get on there, go through Morty's and order it. I think you can still do it through them. Uh, they might have some hookup on that. But, um, you know, for 5 bucks a month, you can kind of finish out the Big Brother season without having to worry about preseason being in your way, that pesky preseason, that pesky football that everybody kind of looks forward to in the fall as it begins to creep upon us. And also, big news this week, too, Steve Perry comes. And you know what's funny? I tell you guys all the time. You you younger guys have probably very little idea. I tell you guys what a fan my wife is of Steve Perry. Uh, 24 years she's been waiting. 24 years. Don't add up how old that makes me. 24 years was the last time this guy did anything, right? He was from Journey. If you've ever listened to Journey, you've heard the songs, Don't Stop Believing. They've got a lot of hits um, from their time. Anyway, they broke up, the lead singer, people call him the voice, whatever. And my wife's a huge fan of this guy, I mean, loves him, and has been patiently waiting for 24 years for this guy to do anything remotely possible. She went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to kind of see them inducted, hoping she was going to see him sing and whatnot, and, and they were very disappointed. Her and another friend are very big fanatics of his. And this week... As she's stalking the guy, as she always does at least once a week, to see if there's any information, Steve Perry releases, is going to release an album in October, and my household has never been as happy as it's ever been right now. Everything is good in the Williams estate. Everything is fantastic because 24 years, the savior returns of Journey and has recorded an album and maybe a tour to follow. You know, I was talking to her the other day. We're going to get on to Big Brother business, but sometimes we've got to like, talk about life a little bit. Talking about how much would you spend to see him in concert. Guys, I'm terrified because I'm pretty sure that everything that I own, golf clubs, computer, the Dead Lizard Studios that bring you this fine programming, all that stuff's probably going to get pawned off in the middle of the night like a thief and probably going to get all the money that she can to go see this guy when he goes on tour. Hopefully he will. If he doesn't, that's going to be a bad situation at the house. You know, listen, Williams Estate, riding high, we're on cloud nine. 
We can completely crash into a mountain at any time at all. If she finds out that Steve Perry's not going to tour, she's not going to get to see him. That's a big deal here. Two things that happen in the Williams uh, residence. Uh, Friends is like the number one TV show still after all these years. It's still on the TV because my wife is a huge Friends fan, and this made me a huge Friends fan. Uh, and Journey, Steve Perry, you know, you're going to get one of those things happening that nobody thought would happen in a million years. The Williams estate is glowing. We don't need yard yard lights or landscaping lights. Our house is aglow tonight in the Dead Lizard Studios. It's it's illuminated from all the excitement here. It's like fireworks are going off. So it's been a really intense, wild, but fun week, and Big Brother has just added to it. And knowing that Fessy's one that HOH is makes everything extremely interesting because – you know, we talk about the HOH here and Haley's HOH and, and what I think has been a really bad one, right? I mean, come on. You've got control. Level six, you're getting, you're getting your opportunity. I told you guys this would be a week that was going to really damage level six. Boy, was I wrong because it turns out that the hive can do nothing right. But we got Fess finally showing up. He's going to play. He's going to be a gamer this week, let's hope, and not a lamer because Haley ended up on the lamer list this week, even though she was HOH, because nothing went right. Let's hope that Fessy's a gamer. Listen, this, you know, hacker thing, what a what a cluster this was. I mean, I'm still kind of reeling from the fact that you can put somebody up that was taken down by the hacker, and I know you guys are going to hit me with all the rules and everything on Twitter. Feel free. But, Sam, that's just not the way the rules are going. And I, I got it. But it still kind of seems wrong that a hacker can save somebody and they're still able to be nominated. I know I'm I'm supposed to know all the rules of Big Brother. Guess what? Surprise. Sometimes I don't catch everything, obviously. But you surely don't let one thing get past you on Twitter. That's for sure. And God bless you for it, guys. Uh, You know, funny. We put up a poll. uh, 120 votes in in just an hour. That's pretty incredible. Uh, I asked you guys, who did you want to win HOH tonight? funny this twitter nation is divided and not divided hardcore divided 42 percent of you said tyler 52 percent of you said fessy well congratulations actually 54 congratulations 54 percent of you you got your wish just more than half of all of twitter so that's like 700 billion people that actually uh you represent so fantastic uh, so Fessy's the guy that you choose to go forward in this game as an HOH. You got your wish. Tyler's an interesting thing. You guys gave him 41%. I thought that was really interesting. Uh, you're not burned down on Tyler yet, it seems. So some of you are still in that. Uh, I love that JC came in with 2%. I kind of just threw him in there. The guy looked like he was really struggling. I mean, <laughs> I can't imagine short legs on a slippery situation like that. I mean, just disadvantage. Can you just say disadvantage? I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's not funny. I just can't help but kind of think about who thought this up, that it would be fair for J.C., who is a full, like, four feet shorter than everyone else, to go from one side to the other with a soaked down, slippery, you know, slip and slide and refill thing. I mean, it's just like, what in the world? Like, the kid has no shot. And, I mean, I don't want to say that, you know, miracles don't happen, but they do happen. It's just, you know, not here. Not with that setup, not with that disadvantage. Scotty got 3%. I was surprised. I really thought we would kind of see a division between Fessy and Scotty and Tyler, of course, but 
I thought Scotty would get a little bit more love from you guys at 3%. Kind of surprising. I know, I know. He's my pick to win, but you know what? Doesn't look very good sometimes for him. But we saw Haley have this HOH plan. We thought this is going to be a real shakeup for the house. It's probably going to be a, a shot at level six. We're going to see a Scotty part two move. And Haley goes for the, you know, secret backdoor after already trying to backdoor Tyler. She does the post backdoor of the backdoor. Makes literally no sense. I mean, she's trying to tell the guy that I'm not going to. I'm not going to put you. I mean, Tyler's not stupid. You know, he's not stupid. She knows he's not stupid. Apparently, she has forgotten that, and she thought that she could completely sneak one past him. I don't know where she got that idea from, and it's a sad situation because Haley actually has had great moments in this game. I mean, four Hive members, great moments, which remind you that's like teaching my son to throw a ball more than three feet. That's an accomplishment for him. For Haley to be able to figure some things out and be able to make some of the moves that she's wanted to make, great for her on a large scale, probably not anything you're going to write home about. But she is somebody on that high part that is trying to make some moves, and she has one HOA. And I'll be honest with you, I think she's a decent competitor. I mean, her POV, she was decently strong, not awful, not great, but decently strong in that POV competition. We see her in the HOH. We saw her in the Hacker. I mean, she's got some skills. Let's don't discount Haley for being one of the better players in the Hive. Again, it's like me drawing a, a sketch by Picasso. For me, as an untrained artist, pretty good, Sam, compared to what the actual thing is. Not so great. So that's where we are with Haley. But this HOH was really kind of a disaster. She wants to go in and she wants to backdoor uh, Tyler. And she's trying to manage a lot coming at her. And she's certain on this target of Tyler. And I think really with everything going the way it was going, and I think the moment that she makes her nominees, which we're going to talk about, that it's obvious to everyone, including Tyler, that she's going to backdoor. I almost wonder if the backdoor idea just shouldn't have been thrown out. Just forget it. I mean, I don't know why that was preceded with, you're not going to make a real change in a 180 negotiation deal on who you're after in the game in a couple of days. I mean, you went through the hacker process to get this guy up. Uh, that is a lot of effort. You went through efforts to cancel out votes. You went through efforts to replace him and secure POV players, all that stuff. That's a huge amount of work done for the winner of that competition to turn around and act like, well, you know what, Tyler, I really didn't mean it. You're actually a nice guy. Two days ago I wanted to kill you. Today I'm not going to get you. Well, Tyler's not that dumb. And we knew that. I think Haley just should have really put up Angela and Brett or Angela maybe go ahead and put up Tyler and a competitor like Angie hoping that she maybe blocks him out of it. Of course, we don't know what the PV is going to bring at this time that she's making her nominations. But it just seemed like all the efforts that she made were for nothing. What a waste. And then sadly, you know, we see Haley use terms like the other side of the house. I know the other side of the house is going to do this. and I know. So we know that there's an established other side of the house. What has been creative, what has been insanely 
inaccurate is how many are on the other side of the house and who they are. And and it's been very sad to watch because i got to be honest with you, it's pretty damn obvious who's working where in this house. I mean, you see a POV between Angela and Tyler. No, eh, that's kind of figures. But you see them hanging out. You see things that they've done. You know that Brett was a part of that, but when Winston was around, what's that going to change? Not a whole lot. You know, Casey and the POV use, and or, uh, I'm sorry, and the, um, of course, they didn't know Casey was a hacker, but, hack, you know, Casey being saved. And it's like, okay, at what point, I know that you've got those three figured out, but where do you, you really think Brett's in the middle of this thing? You really don't see, it's amazing to me that we're aware that there's another side of the house. The entire hive is aware of another side of the house, but yet they cannot put together that there's maybe more than three people involved in this. And that's incredible when you think about the switch votes, how things have gone, who's gone home, how people have voted. And I know that there's been some switches there, but something has to turn on a light between all these people. And it continues to be dim, dim as a dying flame and an oil lantern out of oil. And these guys cannot see in front of them very far. And it doesn't make any sense to me that we can talk about the other side of the house and have no clue who the other side of the house is other than a few people. It's a major fail for HOH this week for her, as we are going to talk about what ended up happening. Everything blew up kind of in her face, and nothing went the way that she expected it to. And it doesn't really come from bad execution. It comes from bad awareness. I mean, her execution's okay. I mean, you know, there are things that Haley figures out that Haley's kind of got a gut feeling for that are pretty accurate. I mean, there's some things like Tyler being a threat. That kind of comes out of not so much nowhere, but it's kind of something that kind of surprises some of the house. That Tyler's this guy that they're actually, you know, I see him as a threat, as a hacker, comp winner. I want to put him up. I want to put him out. I want to backdoor him. I want to do this. Not a whole lot of people have figured that out before Haley, right? I mean, it's been pretty obvious this long. But Haley seems to be the first one to kind of get it. But Haley can't connect all the dots. So it's not so much bad execution. Her execution's okay. Her feelings about things. We saw how she felt about the hacker this week. She was dead on. I think it's Casey. She's good about feeling things out. She kind of has a feeling about Tyler. She's accurate. She kind of has a feeling on Casey. She's accurate. On the other hand, she reveals to everybody that she was the hacker last week to save Bailey. No reason to do that. Wave the flag. Go back in your hole. You don't need to say this stuff. And so... For every good move that I feel like Haley makes, she makes kind of a bad one. And this HOH was just going to be a revenge HOH for what they did to basically Angela's HOH by hacking it and changing nominees around. But guess who got their way last week? Level six. Who gets their way this week? Level six. I've, I've got to feel that somehow mixing in Sam as the other nominee or bringing Sam in in this after this POV and after this POV issues and whatnot might help might might would help Rockstar a little bit and we're going to talk about Sam going crazy and the emotional struggle it is to be Sam and why she's a great nominee for this week to kind of pad maybe Rockstar and that risk that a hacker is going to flip and put that person up. Sam sitting next to Rockstar possibly helps things. Maybe not, but it's a lot better than Casey up there. And we see Sam get emotional. 
and she's such a roller coaster ride. You see her vote tonight, rock star. But what do we hear? I mean, this if you watch the feeds and you're listening to spoilers and you're watching stuff, I mean, this Sam emotional roller coaster went on a lot longer than Big Brother showed it just because they could not show all the craziness that Sam had going on this week. It was absolutely insane. And she gets emotional again. And I have some theories about why Sam's emotional, why Sam is acting the way that she is. And you may say she's off her meds. Might be accurate. I can't argue with you. But she flips out over Bailey Go Home. She flips out over the nominee. She's flipping out over everything. And I think with her discussion with Angela, where Angela's trying to calm her down, and Angela's kind of talking to her, I think that there's a part of Sam that realizes, I have no one really working with me. And I think that's a big part of what starts to unscrew her a little bit. And it may not have come out clearly in her emotional destructive behavior, but I think a lot of it is the realization that nobody is working with me, okay? Nobody, I really don't have anyone. And people that I begin to fall a little bit of trust into, whether it's Bailey or whether it's Rockstar or whatever, they end up on the block. And I'm unaware of what my place is here. But in reality, I think this is about Sam being the only one to vote out Rockstar and having Rockstar be the only person in the house she was comfortable with. Now, she votes to save Bailey, and she's, if I recall, the only vote for that. And now she's stuck with Rockstar, who's sitting in front of her, and I vote to to save Bailey, and I've got to now be comfortable. I've got to stay with you and you knowing that I'm the person who did that because I'm an emotional basket case. But I have to wonder, though, if Sam is really this emotional out of whack, or is this really some type of hidden gamer attempt to make Haley feel bad for her to not put her up? Because I think that there's some attempt there that automatically Sam retreats to, and that is I'm an emotional, sensitive person that just wants good in the world, and I'm stuck here, and it's not good. So why don't you just keep me safe? Or why don't you put me up, and I'll beg you to put me up, and people will feel bad for me. The truth is, is why she's sitting there crying about Bailey going home, she's crying to Rockstar, who also might have gone home. So I bet a few bucks, and I am a gambling man. Some would say I have a problem. I don't think it's a problem until I lose. But I'm a betting man, and I'm willing to put a couple of bucks that even if Rockstar goes home, Sam's still crying emotionally to Bailey about Rockstar being the person to go home. How that Rockstar was the only person she was comfortable with. I mean, there's a lot of play here. And they're just major flags with Sam's behavior. She asked Haley to put her up. This guarantees that she's staying because she literally has no threat to post to people because I'm wounded. Look at me. I can't do anything. Secondly, the other problem with her instability is for Tyler to reveal to her that I have this power app. And I'm going to talk about this in just a second, and that's going to be a major point in, Taylor, in Tyler's problems that are, about to ha- ha- that are about to come to fruition for him. Telling Sam about the app is going to be one of the biggest mistakes he makes. Now, is Sam going to reveal it? Maybe not. Maybe she will. 
Because right now her relationship with Tyler is very, very, very sensitive. She's a very, very sensitive person. And her having that information, if she feels she's in danger at any point, can be used. And if she has been told, as she has, that you're the only person that has this information, it's not the hive necessarily that you have to worry about. It's Brett, and it's Angela, and it's Casey who sit there and go, wait a minute, we got a Final Four, and you had this app, and you didn't anything to tell us? What was Sam's exact response to that in the diary room? I'm upset, and I'm hurt that he didn't tell me until now. Well, guess what, sweet britches? You don't get to know what people are doing. That's part of the game. But don't think that Brett and Angela and those other players that are working with Tyler won't feel the exact same way Sam does. You had this, and you didn't tell us. What is our relationship? What is the trust that we have? Because you are not telling us things that you should have told us. And I partly agree with them. Great for Tyler keeping that secret. I'm a big proponent of that. But this Final Four is very, very tight. And they have stayed very tight. This is a Final Four with very little cracks involved. This crack could develop, though, from them finding out about Tyler's app and the Power app. Even if he doesn't use it, if he expires and it doesn't matter anymore, and if Sam's in this house and Sam needs to use that information to save herself, and don't be so sure that she won't. I know you guys think that she's, you know, the the next Jordan Lloyd at times, but the truth of the matter is that I don't believe that Sam wouldn't keep this secret if she needed to use it. And that falls squarely on Tyler's shoulders. Sam's been very unfair, too, about how people have treated her. I think everyone has treated her as kindly as they can. And yet she continues to turn around talking about being herself and nobody wanting to work with her and how lonely she feels and the people she leans on go home and yada, 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 yada. The truth of the matter is that everybody has gone out of their way at times to keep her comfortable during her meltdown. And it's a little insulting to the rest of them to try to give that time to her in those moments to only find out that really, you know, the only person she feels comfortable with is Rockstar. The same person that I want to remind you, she voted out tonight. Where you at, Sam? You just don't make any sense. And Sam is absolutely going through this game blind, and she is bumping into every wall. And that's shameful because I do think that she is probably a lot – more intelligent than she leads on in this game. And I think she could have won a lot of people socially. I think she could have been a great social player. But she just closes those eyes and runs into walls. And you just don't understand it. And then the emotional thing comes in and it just throws everybody off. It's very, very uncomfortable in this Big Brother house when you have these walls up and you have these cameras watching you and everything's, and everything's kind of tense at times anyway to have somebody that's a little bit emotionally unstable. Some people think that she needs medication. I don't know. I'm not the judge of that. Maybe I need it too because I definitely have had meltdowns. I have two young children. Trust me. When they're trying to throw a miniature trampoline through your your 48-inch TV, you you kind of have a breakdown. Maybe I need it too. But maybe that's what she's experienced is just the stress of being locked in a house and being the type of person that wants everything fair and, you know, everybody to be peaceful it continues to seem to weigh on her. 
But here's the biggest thing about Sam, and I stand on this. If there's a hill I'm going to die on, it's this one, because I do believe this. I believe if, if, if you don't coddle Sam, if you don't give her attention, if you don't reinforce your friendship constantly, if you don't let her know she's important or that you're relying on her or that you're friends or you show no interest or you begin to lean on your interest, as Tyler did, he began to not water that plant after planting the seed with her in a final two, he backed off of watering that plant, and the plant began to die. And that relationship between him and her began to wilt. And if you don't give Sam water, if you don't, if you don't feed her need, Sam begins to doubt everything about you. And this becomes a really risky player to give information to, a really risky player to trust, because you don't know when that time will happen, and sometimes you won't even know what you've done. And again, Tyler's mistake is not maintaining her as a person. He keeps close, and he got away from her. She got upset, and she had meltdowns, and now, you know, Tyler's a snake. I think she's extremely sensitive because she's extremely insecure. Now, we're all insecure. Okay? Shaggy C has an insecurity. He just doesn't show it or whatever it is might be overlapped by something else. We all have insecurities, okay? I'm not the guy that goes to the beach and rips his shirt off and flexes. I just am insecure, okay? Some of you may have legs that look like you gave a chicken a piggyback ride or a chicken gave you a piggyback ride. Maybe your legs look a little thin. We all have insecurities, okay? But she has some big ones. And if she's not nurtured and she her sensitivity is not maintained, those insecurities really begin to come out. But I will give Tyler a ton of credit. And Tyler has been the star of this season. None of us can deny that. Whether you want him to lose, whether or not, whether you're sick of him, it doesn't matter. He's the star of the season. And that's because Tyler is intuitive about a lot of things that are going on around him. Okay? He does some stupid stuff. I can't excuse a lot of the things Tyler does as a, games, as a, as a player, including winning every damn competition that happens. That's dangerous. It's Will, Dr. Will 101, man. Come on, go back to the Bible of Big Brother and read it. You don't put targets on you. You play a social game that's strong. Tyler's played a really good social game up till about now where things are going to start coming apart on him. But give him credit where credit's due. But he's beginning to win too much. He's overplaying the game. And he's putting too much stock in this relationship with Sam. And this is troubling. Now, we're seeing a lot of people, we're starting to see a lot of people's wheels come off a little bit. And one of the people we saw kind of come off a little bit, we always see Scotty as somebody that everybody's looking at. But what about JC? We saw a lot of talk about JC being a problem. And I think the two players, the most potential issues coming fast are JC and Tyler. Not much to talk about with Tyler. It's not a mystery. His target continues to grow huge. This guy keeps winning it, keeps winning it, keeps winning it. I'm going to tell you right now, put an asterisk by this. 
odds are you're not going to win them all. And Tyler is going to fall at some point and not win a, a POV. We almost saw it, and we're going to talk about POV as we get going. But there is a point. Mark it. Mark it. Take it. Put it in the refrigerator. Make a sandwich out of it. I'm telling you right now that Tyler's ability to continue to win is going to wane at some point. A, you get tired. B, that week somebody's going to want it worse than you do. It's just going to happen. Tyler's obviously, and look, I'm a football guy, okay? Play fantasy, look at metrics, play football for a little while. These are the things that people like me look at. Tyler has incredible athletic ability, okay? And he reminds me a lot of Frank. Now, Frank, from his return, is different from Frank from season 14. Frank from season 14 was an incredible athlete. There were things that, that he naturally just could do. His father was a gifted athlete. He genetically was gifted. Athletically, he is. Tyler's very much the same way. Tyler is gifted athletically. And there's a lot of things that Tyler does really, really well. But I'm not so surprised that Tyler in a puzzle competition or Tyler in a, in a, in a scrambling competition or anything like that isn't bad for Tyler. And at some point, we're going to see more mental things come about. We see how well he does in a lot of the quizzes and things like that. This is not where Tyler's strengths necessarily always are. They're always physical. And this is very, very important as the weeks go ahead. He's not going to be able to win POVs all the time. But we say it every time. He overplays the game, and he's not going to be able to dig himself out at some point because he relies a lot on competitions. Great social game, but that social game should still be strong right now. The problem with Tyler is that the social game should continue on past this point, okay, because numbers are shrinking. The odds for somebody else to win an HOH, as we're seeing right now, and the odds of other people to win POV grow stronger, okay? Tyler's social game should be at this point where it is, it is two tanks, two tanks on the machine, right, fueling it. The comp, the comp tank is about to be dead, the social tank, about to be dead. Overplaying was Tyler's problem if he goes home. Now, is he the most deserving winner in this season? I give it to him, sure. Absolutely. But you don't think the other players know that Tyler's going to be a danger to take to a Final Four? Do you want to be in a Final Four with Tyler? I don't. Don't think that the other players don't see this at some point. Maybe not now, but it's coming. The other person that's in a problem is J.C. He's been playing both sides for so long. He's been in that gray area, and he's been doing this. He's been playing a little bit with Fetsy. did a really great job at setting up Caitlin, right? He's done good at sharing information and being in there. But that time is becoming short for J.C., and it's time for him to choose a side. And I can tell you right now he's not going to be important in level six like he thinks he might be because his level six is about to be a level four. And it is a level four. It's just that it's about to be a serious level four. And there's no room for J.C. in that. So is J.C. smart enough to throw himself in the sword of the hive and say, look, you guys have had the power for the last two weeks. I want to be on your side. There's things I know about the other group. I can tell you who's in that alliance. I can tell you everything you want to know. But I need you guys to protect me. 
because when they find out I've done this, they're going to come after me. So I need serious protection. I need you to know that what I tell you stays within our group and we use it to our advantage. Now, that is when the hive becomes a little bit stronger if they'll listen to J.C. and if J.C. makes that commitment. But if he chooses that he won't throw himself on the sword of the hive, now remember, this level four, they're not going to give him that time of day. They don't have room for him. The hive does. And he can very, very well move over there and say, I've got information that's going to help you guys. But J.C. playing both sides... Now the Hive's talking about J.C. playing the house and laying low. And level six, I'm sure, is recognizing this as well. J.C. needs to firm up his side because it's going to be tough for him to make it through, and he's going to be a really, really easy person to put up on the block. That, my friends, is danger for J.C. Because I think once J.C. goes up, we've seen J.C. in a situation where he thinks he's going up, Right? We saw him think he was going to go up, and we saw him absolutely lose it. He didn't do well with it. He ratted out the only guy that was really working tight with him and Fessy. I mean, Tyler was too, but Fessy and him were pretty close. He had no issue absolutely throwing Fessy under the bus because he didn't want to make it look like somebody had to help him. That's going to be dangerous for J.C., Look at the next couple of weeks. He's going to be fine this week with Fessy winning. But don't be so sure that he's not fine coming up because I think J.C. is a really, really easy target for both sides of the house. The other person I thought played really great this week, too, was Brett. What a great great week. I mean, Brett is somebody that's under the radar, and I know a lot of people don't like him, but he's under the radar, and I really didn't think he would be a good player. I really didn't. I mean, I'm willing to tell you guys that it's no secret. You go back to the early shows, I'll tell you, I didn't think Brett was going to be that smart. I thought Brett was going to be one of those people that came and telling you how smart he was and would end up being a dud. But Brett's been very, very entertaining this season, and I think he's been one of the better players. And he went along with Rockstar's pitch to have a secret alliance. We saw that tonight. Even went so far as helping with her speech tonight, right? We saw that, I guess that was, was that Wednesday show? They Trust me, they mash in together. He's got Scotty telling everything he sees and wants to do and what everybody wants to do. He's gotten Haley to trust him 100%. I mean, he stays off the block after this POV is used. And he's always given the information back to level six. He absolutely is in a great position. Red is in one of the best positions for somebody that was a problem. And now that Rockstar's out, the, the the person that's always complaining about Brett, Brett looks even good going further. Because it'll be interesting if Fessy's jealousy comes into play in nominations and if Brett goes up. But will Haley be able to talk Fessy out of that if that's the move he wants to make? And will it make him mad that she wants to make that move? This Fessy-Haley relationship issue will be something in this HOH that will matter tremendously. Best believe that Tyler will be, one, some, will be somebody they're going to put on the block, either through another back door or just straight up putting him on the block. And I think this is the week 
that Tyler has to use his app. I mean, I'm just telling you straightforward right now. This is the week I will tell you is the week Tyler wants to use his app. Now, his app gives him a lot of ability because he doesn't really have to claim it before nominations. So he's got a lot of ability and a lot of flexibility with his app. They gave him a lot of a lot of uh, advantage with this app, for lack of better words. I think this is the week he has to use it. We see the nominations that Haley put up, Angela and Casey. I mean, Angela's a perfectly rational choice. I mean, it makes a lot of sense for Haley to put her up. There's a lot of anger with the whole Bailey situation. Angela's obviously had a hand in a lot of them going home on that side of the house. It's obvious that she's probably in an alliance with Tyler. It's no secret. We saw what happened in that POV last week. And Casey, eh, it's a head-scratcher. Casey poses absolutely no threat. I get that she's floating right now and you feel like you've got to punish her for floating, but, Haley, it wasn't very long ago that you were floating pretty bad yourself. But putting up somebody that is absolutely no risk to you, as far as you know, is pointless. This is somebody who doesn't win POVs. She doesn't, oh, uh, yeah, she got the hacker. Congratulations. But we've seen her really take losses and pretty bad losses in competitions. I'm not so sure that Casey is somebody that Haley is intelligently putting up. Now, thinking up ahead about the hacker, now you can go ahead and put Tyler up. That's fine. Right? Maybe you want to backdoor Tyler and give him no opportunity. Maybe you want to try to take him out of the POV bag. Odds are he's going to get an opportunity to play because the numbers are shrinking. And the opportunity for him to pull himself off the block through the hacker is probably pretty good because he's got a lot of people working with him. But I'm not so sure putting Sam up there isn't a bad idea next to next to Angela. Because then if the hacker makes the move that happened and puts Rockstar up, nobody's going to really do anything about pulling anybody but one down. Now what happened to what happened Thursday or Wednesday, we saw. It's very possible Casey goes back up, which was shocking to me because I know nothing. And it's very possible that Sam goes home and you kind of save Rockstar from being in that situation if it's Rockstar sitting next to, say, Sam. I'm not sure these nominations, especially Casey, were completely thought out. And so I don't think that Haley put the right nominations together, personally. I think Casey was a waste of a nominee. And we even see how much of a waste of nomination it is after the hacker comp. And how ironic level six gets to strike back on Haley, get revenge on the hacker. How ironic, right? You know, Haley steals Angela's HOH. Now level six gets to steal and hijack Haley's HOH. We see it happen. Casey wins the hacker competition. She actually does something that's incredible. Pulls herself off and replaces herself with Rockstar. And again, What's the trade-off for Casey and Rockstar? You're both talking about people that have done nothing in this game to threaten anyone. No one that's going to send you home. Nobody that's likely going to win a comp. I mean, we saw what happened when Joe Rockstar had an opportunity to win the POV. We see when she gets close, she fumbles the ball. Nice little football reference for preseason. So... I'm not sure 
Did the Rockstar replacements any better? But it also allows the hive to pinpoint the location of the hacker, right? It allows them to look at them taking down Casey and putting up Rockstar and realizing this had to go from someplace. Haley's able to magically put together that this is Casey, and she is certain on it. Another great intuition ability by Haley to nail something by the way she sees it very simply. She nailed it with Tyler. She nails it with Casey. But I think that what maybe you should have done is taken down yourself, right, and put up somebody again like J.C. or Sam. That way that leaves the mystery of who would put them up, right? H.O. the POV, we save them. And the nominees become Sam or J.C. versus Casey by the end of all this because it's a very confusing situation. Think about who could go up. And it's shocking to me that the hacker save is not protected from being renominated. And if we were going to do this where you couldn't renominate someone or you could renominate someone who was saved by the hacker, why not do the hacker after the POV? It just makes zero sense that this had any ability. I mean, what did it really do? It accomplished nothing. It got Rockstar put up, of course, which is helpful but at the end of the day, it really just seemed like this huge wash. I think that Casey should have been protected. Saved by the hacker, she's protected. The hacker can't be protected because nobody knows who the hacker is supposed to be, right? But I think whoever the hacker saves should be protected. And that's a little bit of a twist there that I don't understand why Big Brother did that. But she's not... And as we see, hacker nominees are Rockstar and Angela. Because Casey pulls herself down, she nominates Rockstar. Now, is Rockstar a strategic play for Casey? I don't think so. I think it still seems pointless. The only thing I can see is the excuse that she used. She wanted to put a weaker player up to play POV in the mix. Maybe, but Sam's just as weak. JC would be just as weak, and it would have hid the location of where the hacker was coming from. It would have made any sense for those that are working in level six, whether it be Angela, Casey, or whoever, to put up Sam. Sorry if you guys can hear my drink rattling around there. But we get to go to the POV at that point. And the POV is OTEP, always the better POV competition. It's always intense. It's always something that's kind of fun to watch because anybody seems like the craziest people get to be get to win in OTEP. It's the weirdest thing, you know. Usually the comp monsters that we see don't get don't you know usually slip in OTEP. It's just a really 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 great POV. We almost saw that in that moment when Rockstar shows how bad of a player she is and messes up. And the Hive actually shows up in this POV. I mean, they're actually in it. I mean, Fess is in it for a little while. Haley's in it for a little while. Rockstar's in it for a little while. Fantastic. I mean, you're actually seeing them play this thing, right? They're getting into it. And it begs the question as I'm watching this, is Angela really a great comp player? And it was something I mentioned earlier in the show. 
do we overrate her as a comp player? I mean, yes, she won an HOH, but she kind of lucked into it by guessing numbers. Yes, she won that one in the beginning, but so far in POVs and competitive HOHs, she doesn't really show up the way that we thought maybe she would because we saw her strong in the beginning. We saw her kind of lay off and float for a little while, and now that she's back in the game, and I love seeing somebody jump in the game at the right time, and I think Angela's done that. But I almost start to wonder, is Haley a better comp- competitor than, than Angela is? When we saw Angela in a very important POV lose, was she like second or third? I mean, and not second or third from winner, I'm talking about second or third from loser. But lo and behold, we see Tyler win again. And this time he actually really needs to. I think about all the POVs he didn't need to win, and I realize that no one can look at Tyler and take him to the final two. We've talked about this issue. We talked about it a few minutes ago. And Rockstar proves why she sucks at this game and verifies her answer with Tyler as they get to the top with Haley still looking for an answer. And Tyler realizes he has the wrong answer and immediately goes and tries to find it. After Rockstar's validated her own answer with him, which was the right one, he realizes he's got the wrong one, he's got to take off. And Haley's still searching, and Tyler, again, finds the right one. Tyler would have been out if Rockstar kept her mouth shut. So there we go. We're seeing POVs not always falling directly towards Tyler because of his strength and prowess. We're going to start seeing Tyler struggling at times in POVs just because he can't win them all. Well, we see Haley looking for that answer. Tyler's able to find it, gets up there, and gets into the next round against Rockstar. And what do we see Rockstar do when the pressure's on? Get the wrong answer. She gets back the first time. She gets back before him. She's got it in her hands. Rockstar screws up Otev twice in a row. Twice in a row. All this goes back to what we were saying. The odds on Tyler sweeping POVs can't sustain. He's very lucky here. But it wasn't because of his own moves that got him where he was. It's the mistakes of someone else that got him there. And those mistakes are going to start becoming few and far between. We see Tyler use that POV, calls out Haley. Rightfully so. He has every right to do it. Sorry, the ice is slamming around if you hear it. But we see him call out Haley to her face. And he's right. I mean, Haley, it's like we're talking about it. Put it on Twitter. Do you really think you're going to backdoor after a backdoor? I mean, it's not a secret. There is no backdoor secret when the person sees it coming. Either you just go ahead and declare war on that person, and you try to turn the house against them by telling them things like, he's a great player, we're not going to be able to take him to the final two. If you think you can take him to the final four, you're out of your mind. That is the time to plant seeds. You should have just gone ahead and gone on the attack. You should have made sense to other people, people he's aligned with, and said, look, 
I like Tyler a lot. He's a good player, but he's too good of a player, and he's going to beat us off if anybody takes him to the final two. Let me get rid of him. Let me put him up. Let me get rid of him. At least that time, if you don't get him, which you didn't, maybe the next person thinks about it. Maybe the next person, even on his side, says, you know what? Oh, Haley's got a great point there. Maybe Brett and Angela have this conversation, and they say, you know what? She's right. We cannot take Tyler to a Final Four. He will he will absolutely curb stomp us in a competition. We can't do that. But instead, we see mistakes here made, where Haley tries to tries to hide her intentions. I'm of the I'm of the feeling that Haley should have just gone ahead and just called him out on it right from the beginning. This is what I believe that you're doing. This is how I think you're playing. It would have been the second week in a row that he got a lot of heat. He already got Sam mad at him because he's getting away from her. Maybe that pushes her a little farther away from him when you call him out. You see Rockstar do it at the end at her uh, eviction speech, which I thought was great. I give Rockstar a lot of credit for that. But here we are, Tyler using the POV on Angela in case he goes back up. Again, this is a WTF moment for me. I don't understand what's going on. I think that the hacker nomin or the hacker save should have been safe throughout the nominations and the POV. It makes this completely pointless of a competition. The only thing it accomplished was getting Rockstar put up and it's getting sent home, which affects nothing in this game whatsoever. And honestly it might be the dumbest rule I've ever seen. And Haley goes ultra stupid and puts Casey right back up. This makes no sense at all. You're constantly talking about the other side of the house. You know there's another side of the house. You know Tyler's working with Angela for sure. You know this. You see Casey come down, so Casey's got to be involved in this. And the one you pick to put back up is Casey. Now, I understand that you feel tight with Brett. And I understand that you can't put up Tyler. And I understand you cannot put up Angela. But you sure as hell can give Rockstar your, your friend an opportunity to fight to survive in this, even though for the rest of us we're okay with her going home, you can give her a fight by putting up Sam next to her. Say, you know what, I'm just going to put Sam up because I feel like Sam (coughs) has caused a lot of stress in this house. And, Sam, I just don't think that you want to be here. I think you want to go home. I think we should all grant that to you. Save your friend Rockstar. At this point, you're still in a a vendetta that's not going to work out. It's not going to work for you, Haley. But your vendetta is in the way of your of your thinking. Put up JC and say, you know what, JC, I like you as a person, but I feel like you're playing both sides of the house. Give Rockstar, your 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 friend, an opportunity to stay alive, and just maybe the house takes advantage of getting rid of Sam. I'm not so sure that Tyler doesn't look at that opportunity and say, you know what, I know Rockstar doesn't like me. But I don't know when Sam's going to like me and when Sam's going to hate me. This is a great opportunity for me to convince the Level 6 crew that we need to get rid of her. But the longer he leaves Sam in this house, he's got to realize she she has knowledge other people don't have on him. And that's a power app that keeps him safe. And it just might have worked out in Haley's favor had he put us, as she put up Sam and just left Casey alone. Because at this point, Casey poses absolutely zero threat to anyone. We love fights. We saw the Casey and Rockstar fight. 
I don't understand where Rockstar comes from. I really don't get her. I really don't. I mean, she's a very frustrating person. I mean, she's mad that she thinks Casey's the nominee, or Casey is the hacker, and Casey saved herself and nominates her. What did she think was going to really happen here? That this is a, a, a drawing for who's the most fair? She's upset that she's gone up three times? Rockstar. This is not a moment to get mad at a person for helping themselves. This is a game. And we hate players that think everything is unfair. And that is all we've heard from Rockstar. Everything's unfair. She's made bad decision after bad decision. Teaming up with Brett when it was never going to happen. She spewed nothing but venom and hate towards Brett and then wants to try to do a last-ditch effort to do final, uh, final two alliance with him. Did she really think that was going to pan out? She tells Casey she's sorry that Casey's going to have to go home, and she feels bad about that. She blows the POV two times in a row. She accuses Casey of being the hacker and gets mad over the hacker taking herself down and putting her up. She gives stupid theories about her own alliance members who win HOH. She blames people she's aligned with that they've mixed up votes. Whether she's right or not doesn't matter. You don't do that. And then we're mad at Rachel for being privileged. And that's a low attack. It's a low attack because if you don't want people to judge you for not being privileged, maybe, then don't judge people who are privileged because all of that is out of our control. If you born privileged, it's out of your control. You you got a lot of ticket, you, you got lucky. If you were born not privileged, unfortunately you didn't get that lot of ticket, but it's out of your control. You can certainly change, and I'm a firm believer that you can change your destiny. It's harder for some, and we won't get into political discussions here. It's definitely harder for some. It'd be naive to think that it's not. But in life, that's how things work sometimes. And to blame somebody because they're privileged doesn't mean that they're an awful person that doesn't deserve anything. And if somebody is not privileged, it doesn't mean that they just deserve everything handed to them as they accuse the other person, which I believe Rockstar believes should happen, that there's this balance in the universe that's not there and it's not fair. But you trace the mistakes that Rockstar has made through this game, and you see exactly where she ended up. She has to take responsibility for that. And Angela wasn't part of a lot of that stupid stuff she did. Angela got into the right group. Angela's on the right side of the house. That's not Angela's fault. That's very much to Angela's credit. Now, you know. we got to run a commercial real quick for Morty. When we come back, we're going to talk about the eviction. We're going to talk about our gamers and our lamers. And we're going to talk about what we think is going to happen this week. And also, we're going to talk about Don't Be Surprised If, which is one of my favorite se- favorite segments to do here. Guys, hang on tight. This is the Big Brother After Show. I'm your host, Sam. We'll be right back. It's summertime again, which can only mean one thing. Big Brother coverage is back at Morty's TV. 
Morty's TV is the website that's been covering Big Brother USA since 2000. And now Morty's coverage is on Facebook and Twitter. So check out our links at mortystv.com slash bb or tvfanforums.com. journey after all that news about Steve Perry coming back. Somewhere in the universe, people are smiling. Um, as we left off, we were talking about the eviction, the speeches and whatnot. Um, you know, we see the eviction speeches. I Casey's was awful. I don't even know what she was blabbing about. She was going on and on. She was really babbling. I have no clue what Casey was getting to. I get the Girls' Alliance. That thing was something that was dead a long time ago. I have no clue what she thought she was saying. She should have just been graceful up there and said, you know what, feel fortunate to be up here with you guys. It's been a lot of time, a lot of fun. I'm hoping that you keep me, blah, 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 blah. Because it's a heck of a lot better than whatever you just spilled out. Just do the straight-up normal thing. Rockstar actually gave a good speech. She nails down at least portion of the, of the, of the uh, level six guys. She's short three people, though. I mean, but, you know, it's close enough. But the sad thing is, you really think about when she nails the three people, you know, do you think the only three people are doing all this work since the beginning of the season? Oh. But I still think great speech on Rockstar's part. I thought it was going to be a really bad one. It ended up being a pretty good speech. I like I like any speech where somebody throws people under the bus. I like any speech where you, you throw a lie out there and hope that people jump on it like meat on a bone. I like when you do something and it kind of shakes the house up. I think if I thought I was going home at any point, I think I'd just go ahead and reveal everyone's secrets and just blow it out of the water just to show, throw some shock in there. So I always like it when somebody throws people under the bus in an in a, in a eviction speech. And so it was great. Ha- uh, Hacker cancels Fessy's vote. Guess what? Surprise, surprise. That reveals again that we've got a level six work uh, in hand. Rockstar gets evicted five to one. 
and I actually liked Rockstar's exit interview. A lot better than Caitlin's. I think a lot of people thought it was going to be close to Caitlin's exit interview. But it's actually a really good exit interview. I thought she did a really good job, and, and she has some uh, humor when, uh, you know, she's kind of being funny, and, you know, and, and so she is an enjoyable person in that exit interview. So that was a lot of fun. But i got to say, well, you know, we talk about it. Jury management is not a strength this season, and somebody really needs to nail this down because there's going to be some problems. Brett and Angela are horrible at jury management, guys. I mean, what do you even say? This, the thing is, I think you can actually take Brett's lightheartedly. I think you can kind of laugh Brett's off and whatever, you know. She knew that Brett probably at the end of the day wasn't going to work with her. Okay, fine, fair enough. But Angela's are horrible. And Angela's going to be a really disliked jury, going to be really disliked in the jury house, and going to be really disliked if she gets to a final two. I think she's doing herself a major disservice in those ex-interviews. And you know what? I'll give Rockstar a little bit of credit here. As I'm being preachy-preachy about privilege and whatnot and the statements made in Rockstar's game, Rockstar's got a point. Because in those ex-interviews, Angela very, very much sounds like a spoiled brat. I mean, she just says really rude things to people. She's condescending, she's snarky, she's, you know, right where it's bitchy. Look, you've won, you're ahead, you're, you're doing this. Manage your jury. If you get down to the end, you want the people to want to vote for you, not hate you. Angela's done the worst job at jury management. Those exit, or, those exit uh, goodbye messages that she gives people that she doesn't like are awful, terrible. And I just don't understand why she's not realizing there's a jury management thing. It's going to slap her in the face when she gets into a final two if that happens for her. We saw the HOH begin. It was filling up the tub. Again, you know, we see this where the ball floats to the top. I love the competition. It's always a weird one. It's always one where, you know, you know who's not going to win it, really. (laughs) It's always, it seems like, you know, it's either, you know, somebody who's really light on their feet that can get down and back and forth or somebody who's, Usually we see the stronger people have a lot of issue with it, but we see Fessy come out on top, and he wins his HOH. And that is going to really give the Hive one more shot. And it's been interesting this season because every time the HOH or, you know, whatever comes into, and I'm going to call the Hive going back to Swaggy C just to keep everything in order here. I mean, ever since the Hive group from day one, has had an opportunity, they've dropped the ball. They've been sideswiped, blindsided, uppercutted, everything you can imagine, rabbit-punched, everything that you can imagine has happened to this Hive core group. Whether it's Scotty voting differently or whether it's votes going nowhere for them fast, they're always a pretty amazed group at what's going on because they're actually out of the loop completely. They've had very little control, and even when they've had control, it's been pretty pointless, right? I mean, the only time that they've been able to really strike well is when Scotty had his HOH and he went ahead and went for a bold move. And think if Winston doesn't go home that week, is Winston still in his house? I mean, you know, Scotty has been the best at making the move, right? Everything else has backfired. Bailey's backfired. And so we're sitting there, we're looking at this situation, wondering what happens with Fessy's HOH. 
Bessie, I think, is going to want to obviously go after Tyler. And I think this is a, a POV that Tyler might have a struggle winning. I could see it being some type of puzzle, maybe. I don't know what the rounds are at this point. I know some of you guys have a schedule of what the competitions will be. But if it's some type of puzzle and it's some kind of figuring out and using your your ability to, you know, sort things or whatnot, it could be a very bad competition for Tyler. But I think that Tyler is definitely in danger. Haley's going to send her henchmen after Tyler. They're going to march him down. They're going to try to hang him up. They're going to try to sacrifice him one last time. I think this is the week that Tyler has to use the app. Don't be surprised, again, if Tyler uses that app. And don't be surprised. I know we talk a lot about Scotty, and Scotty's going to maybe pull something out. But he's constantly on the mind of every HOH. Yet he makes out like a bandit. Every HOH thinks about Scotty. He starts alliances. He tunes out on him. He kind of works in the shadows. You never really know where, where Scotty's at. And sometimes I wonder if he just starts things like the hive to keep himself secure. He really doesn't care about the alliance that much. And we talk about maybe Scotty can win an HOH. Maybe Scotty can win this. I think, again, this time's coming. And you know what? If you keep saying it, eventually it becomes a truth. Don't be surprised if the next HOH is not Scotty's. I know you hear it all the time, but I think there's one still left in that cannon. I think there's a bullet still in that chamber. And that could give the Hive three HOHs in a row. And it may not matter what happened this week to Haley because the hacker competition's over. But don't be surprised if JC is on dangerous, dangerous ground this week. Think he's safe with Fessy, but his danger is going to keep happening. And what he's going to have to do here is make a decision to to pledge his loyalty in a much kinder way than Bailey demanded in her HOH to Fessy. And what we talked about with JC was that JC was starting to get caught between two two parts of the house, and two parts of the house were starting to get caught onto JC. I think it's time for JC to make his move. Don't be surprised if J.C. pledges allegiance to Fessy in this HOH, knowing that he's safe, but knowing that he's got to get in with the group in power, and there's plenty of room on that bus with the Hive. Does J.C. reveal all he knows about the level six to Fessy? Is this the time J.C. locks it down? Don't be surprised if you see it. Sam is an insecure problem waiting to happen. And that just doesn't go away. I expect her to continue a roller coaster ride of emotions. And she's just becoming too heavy to deal with. I mean, her emotional load is so much to bear with these guys. I see her being another basket case this week of running around trying to figure out where she's at. And as she wants more attention from Tyler, and as Tyler's worried about this situation with Fessy, don't be surprised that Sam maybe doesn't go to Fessy and confess his apps out there. And maybe even his own alliance finds out. 
I think this is a very volatile week for Tyler. Because I think with Fessy winning this HOH, it locks the Hive into having a lot of power this week that they didn't get last week. I would not be surprised if Fessy's able to work Sam and Fessy's able to work JC and getting a solid Final Four this week with somebody. If he doesn't, he's an idiot. Now, don't get me wrong. Fessy's done a lot of stupid stuff, so he may not even think about this. But I tell you guys, HOH, especially towards the middle end, it's a time for you to form your Final Four, to get a lock on good players and say, look, I need you. Now, Sam and JC are not people that are going to help you through competitions. But in one of these puzzle competitions or something like that, it could end up that that is a JC or a Sam strength. could be a Haley strength. We see that. So don't count out that Fessy can make this alliance of the Hive a little bit tighter by bringing in those two people and saying, look, you're not my targets this week, but I need a Final Four. And, of course, he's going to throw Haley into that Final Four. But is there room for Sam and JC in that Final Four? Certainly. Because I don't think they trust Scotty still. And Scotty for all the credit I give him at times, has done a really bad job of giving his name any kind of clean. He's very, very dirty, even when he doesn't sometimes deserve it. He's not a trusted person by anyone in this house. Maybe the nominations become Scotty and Tyler, forcing Tyler to use his app. But at the same time, We think Fessy has an issue with Brett. Don't be surprised to see an argument between Fessy and Haley over Brett. And that's my big don't be surprised this week. Because I think that Fessy is going to want to put Brett up, and I think Haley's going to argue for the point to keep him down. And that's going to make Fessy very uncomfortable and probably a little jealous. Because this is the week that, even though Fessy got lucky this week in a way, I put him in my gamer just for the fact that he finally was able to get a little action from Haley after all these time, like 53 days. I mean, you got to put him in a gamer category of that, right? <laughs> but after all of that, there's still going to be some jealousy between Brett and him. And don't think that Brett's going to try to talk to Haley because he knows Haley's got a direct line to Fessy. This is going to be a really interesting week with that. Don't be surprised that Tyler doesn't have some really serious issues coming his way. He's got an app that everybody's going to eventually find out about because I think that if he goes up this week, he's using it. I don't think a POV saves him. If it does, it's incredible. I just The odds are so odd for him to be able to pull off another POV that I think you take the odds and you go ahead and put Tyler up straight up. Force him to use that app. You don't know that he has it, but think about it. If you go ahead and put him up and you don't even backdoor because he knows that's coming, just go ahead and put him up. Right? That app comes out. Everything's shattered with Tyler because when he uses that app, everybody finds out about it. The worst thing for Tyler to do is to use that app and his own alliance find out that he had it and didn't tell them, and furthermore, 
try to convince the rest of the House that Bailey needed to go because she had an app. Do you think that's going to go over well? If Tyler has to use that app, don't be surprised if the entire House begins to fall apart on Tyler. He should have came clean to us an alliance. He should have told them what he had. He should have trusted them to keep that secret. If that comes out, Brett, Angela, Casey, all feel betrayed at that point. They all feel like, you know what, we're in alliance with you and you didn't even tell us. What else are you not telling us? Then we're going to see Sam reveal that maybe they had a final two. Oh, and JC's going to reveal they had something. Tyler's got something everywhere. Don't be surprised if that falls out this week. Don't be surprised if you see it. I think your nominees, very obviously, I don't think that they're going to try to backdoor Tyler again. I think it failed flat on its face before. I do think that Tyler becomes the original nominee. They just go ahead and put it up front, and they go after him. I see the nominees being Tyler and Brett after a much big fight with Haley. I don't see Tyler winning this POV, and I see Tyler having to use his app. It's going to force Fessy to put up another person. That other person is going to be Angela, and the level six is going to take a hit. And I think Angela is going to be the person that probably people send home. Brett's done a really good job making his way around. But I think Brett is good with anybody but Fessy. Fessy is the one person for Brett that was bad. It's going to be a really, really cool week, I think. I think this is going to be – I said it last week, and I really thought it was going to happen, but we just have to move it back one week. This is a pivotal week. It's a huge week. It's going to be bad for level six all around. Whoever goes home is going to be a member of level six. They're going to take a huge shot. If it's at that final four, like I said last week, that final four is in trouble. If Tyler pulls out that app, he's in real trouble because I think that's going to null and void that final four – There's going to be a lot of distrust going around with people that he trusted and that have helped him through this game and that he's helped. You're going to have to hope that they overlook that, Tyler. But I don't know that's going to be easy for someone like Angela, who was so quick to turn on Caitlyn, over something that Caitlyn really heard correctly, right? When Tyler was talking about, oh, is Angela going to go up if I use the POV? So don't be surprised that Angela doesn't absolutely flip her lid if this app comes out. Tyler's into a lot of trouble this week. Do I think he goes home? Of course not. He uses his app. But that app exposure is going to expose Tyler to a lot of jealousy and a lot of anger towards his alliance and people that he convinced to vote out Bailey because of hers. It's going to be a really interesting week, guys. Uh, Gamers, Scotty, I know I'm on the Scotty train, but listen. I like his ability to continue to escape problems. I mean, the guy is always on the lips of an HOH. He's always somebody that's talked about being a nominee. He's always somebody nobody trusts. However, he continues to stay off the block. And people like that get better as the game goes. Don't be surprised to see Scotty make some some moves, feeling like he's safe under Fessy. I see him maybe locking up his final four. I know the hive looks like it does, but... I think he needs to get serious about locking down a Final Four. If Tyler begins to fall apart this week, look for Scotty to swoop in and start making moves to to assure himself up for the end of the game. I still think this guy's smart. I still think he's got some game in him. He's just had to lay low because he's got a huge, huge, huge hatred for him in the house. Not hatred, but distrust. And that distrust has cost him a lot of game time. But he survived it. He's Houdini'd this situation. See what the kid does in this last middle to end part of the game. I think he's going to come on strong. 
people who survived this far, despite being someone that people want out, they begin to get stronger. And people begin to throw away their, their distrust, and they begin to look for anybody they can trust. And Scotty's going to be sitting there. Look at Scotty to have a really good week. But I think he's a gamer this week for laying low, keeping cool. He's been a gamer for the last couple of weeks by escaping a lot of attention he's getting. Gamer Brett. Love how Brett worked with a rock star in the Secret Alliance. He also does a great job gaining Haley's trust this week. And lately, Brett's game's just been extremely solid. I mean, you cannot blame the guy for what he's doing. He's doing a great job, and he's been able to pull a little wool over people. Credit where credit's due, Brett. Great job. I'm giving you a gamer this week. Tyler, of course, gets the gamer. What are we going to talk about with Tyler? I think he's going to be on a laming list very soon because I think Tyler's going to be in trouble. We're going to see how good Tyler is. We're going to really see it after this app gets used, I think, this week. I'm calling it. I think he pulls it out of his pocket. I think it's going to bring down the roof on him a little bit. And I think we're going to see how good Tyler is. Is Tyler good without the supporting cast of everyone in the house? Or is Tyler good enough to survive it solo? We're going to find out. I really believe that. If not this week, I think it's really, really going to start coming down on him this week. Now, there could be something that saves Tyler, some kind of miracle that Tyler's able to pull off. I would not be surprised he's that good. But, folks, this thing doesn't last forever, and Tyler's run is going to give up at some point where these POVs are not going to always come his way. He's going to have to find ways to get off. And if this app comes out, if he's nominated, count on him to be feeling very alone this week. And it's going to carry into the next week, and it's going to hurt this level four, especially if they lose a member. This is a very, very volatile, very, very volatile week for Tyler. I believe that. Fessy, he was a gamer without even winning HOH, just for the fact that after 53 days, he's able to get Haley in a position of loving hoochie coochie. You know, hugging, kissing, you know, and whatever else has been going on. I think he finally made out with her. Congratulations, man, for moving past the hand-holding position. Uh, you know what? That level is a huge level. Get over the hand-holding. Once you get over the hand-holding, you're kissing. Guess what? Love begins to bloom out of that. But don't be surprised if Haley abuses his HOH completely because I don't know that she has a sincere bone in her body about that relationship. Maybe she does. But she just seems like somebody who's looking at the game. Good for her. The laming, uh, laming uh, rankings, if you're not gaming, you're laming, folks. That's how life works. The laming goes to Sam. I think she's extremely insecure. Um, she's someone that nobody was going to really want to trust. Unfortunately for Tyler, this is going to be the third level of kick-out leg for him where, honestly, his reveal to her about his app can become a very dangerous thing for him. This could be the third wall that falls on Tyler if that comes out, that she was the only person that knew about it, or if she tells people about it and forces maybe Fessy to put him up to make him use it, things are going to get really bad for him. But that's the only thing that she has going for her. She's very insecure, and I think that she's just going to continue to go on a rant. But this last week was really, really bad for her. She really went off the deep end. Uh, Haley? I hate to put her here because she did have an HOH, but did anything go right in that HOH? Her friend went home. The hacker messed up everything for her. Her intuitions were good, but then she turns around and put Casey back up on the block that was probably originally a pawn in the first place to her. She seemed like she got rattled when all that happened. Renominating a pawn is just a dumb thing to do. Haley, your HOH was completely wasted. Congratulations. 
you and Bailey deserve a spot right next to each other just for your HOHs being the plane crash into the mountain that they were. JC is the next person on my laming list. Thanks for catching up with JC. I think he sits in the gray area, but I don't think that's going to last for very long. I don't think he can hide there much longer. I think JC is going to have to make a decision. Will he make the right one? We'll find out this week. But as far as last week, there's a lot of heat that's coming down on JC secretly that he's a guy that's playing both sides of the house. Can't have a lamer group without having Rockstar. It was bound to happen. Self-explanatory. It's as much as me saying there's no reason to explain why Tyler's in the gamer position. There's no reason to really explain why Rockstar's in the lamer position. We've talked about the mistakes. The, so, the, the secret alliance with Brett that was never going to work. The accusations at Casey and the fight she started there. The throwing members of her own alliance under the bus. Even HOHs that are working with her under the bus over things that they've done or she suspects that they've done. I mean, Rockstar throwing the POV away. I mean, it's just list after list. It's a laundry list. Could roll it across the floor and continue go from one wall to the other. Rockstar is a disaster in this game, as much as I think Sam's a disaster in this game. But I think Rockstar got exactly what she deserved by going home this week. Is bound to happen. Her being on the landing list every week is bound to happen. Just I don't even remove her when I make the new list. I leave Rockstar and Laming. Awful week for her. Um, awful season for her. And Casey gets the last spot on Laming. And you might be surprised, but Casey won the hacker. But, Sam, that doesn't make any sense. I know, Twitter. I got it. I hear you. Your voice is clear. But how many people win a competition and get themselves off the block and then end up back on the block? Not many. And outside of that, Casey's been pretty lame about all of her nominations to replace her. She was dumb about protecting the, the uh, for who to play in the POV. She was dumb in every aspect of her game. She saved herself. Congratulations, big whoop. Guess what? You didn't keep it secret because everybody figured it out. And on top of it, you did nothing to keep yourself truly off the block because you got renominated. Now, that's against her own fault. It's not really her fault. But at no point did Casey really work on hiding the fact that she was ever the hacker. And that was something that Rockstar was right about. Folks, it's been an interesting week. This week's going to be even more interesting with Fessy being in that situation. We're going to see what he does in HOH very soon. This week starts off tonight. We'll see what he's going to do, who he's going to put up. You heard my predictions for this. I think it's going to be Brett and I think it's going to be Brett and Tyler right off the bat. I don't think there's going to be a back door especially if he finds out that Tyler has an app from Sam. This is going to be something that Tyler may need to break to everybody now before he has to use it later. He needs to quit relying on the POV to help him out and also not make it so obvious that I'm only telling you because I'm about to use it. He needs to go ahead and tell his alliance about this right now to put out any type of spark. But I think they're going to be the nominees. I think Level 6 is going to take a huge hit this week. I think JC's going to have to make a decision on where he's going to be this week. And I think Scotty's going to have to move closer to Fessy and make a decision that me and you are going to have to share up a Final Four that's strong. And I think you can include Haley in that. And it's going to have to be a really strong Final Four and have to compete because Level 6 is going to to take a shot on their Final Four, I believe, this week. And if things fall apart on Tyler, it's going to put the position right back on Scotty and that crew and Haley 
to possibly pull down another HOH and keep this thing going. What a flip. What an amazing flip over the season that we've seen. This is why you want to see a house divide. This is the exact reason. Say what you want. This has been one of the best seasons we've seen probably since 10. I know a lot of you guys like the later seasons. I'm telling you, this house divided situation is fantastic. It is what every season needs to try to guarantee itself. If production can guarantee you a house divided, you will get a solid season every year. Now we've seen the tables turn. Now we're seeing things happen, and level six is not all in control. Three weeks, they haven't had control. Now production's gotten in the way. Two weeks of that with Bailey's the hacker, and with Haley's hacker, it's been a mess. But it has been one heck of a run, guys. And Angela's HOH, she got her, she got what she wanted. It's been a nutso couple of weeks. So, guys, enjoy this season. Take it in. Enjoy the house being divided. This is what it's about. It's been a great season so far. I want to see you back next Thursday, 11 p.m. Eastern. If you don't know what Eastern time 11 is over here where I live, I will make sure that you know I'm going on in 30 minutes. Believe that, folks. Advertising is living, and that's how I get you guys here. I want to thank you all. Our numbers look great. The listeners are high. Thank you guys so much for being a part of this every single season. It brings joy to my heart. It makes me feel loved. I appreciate it. We'll see you guys next Wednesday as we talk about what Fessy did in his HOH, what's going to happen next week with the new HOH, and all the chaos that I think we're going to see this week. It's going to be so much fun, guys. See you next Thursday, 11 p.m. Eastern. Take care of each other. Be good. Talk to you later. Flurries, you better grab a life vest. Did I lie? Yes. <laughs> Bye-bye. Pull the mask off. People aren't going to like what they see. Looks going to look like flesh on the outside. You rip it open, and it's just circuitry and wires. If my plan works, think of this. I'm going to be off the block from a guy who put on a carrot suit, took an avocado bath, took a chum bath, and sat out of an HOH competition all to get me out. Hello? Will? Yeah? Hey, it's Boogie. Hey! Check this out. unscrupulous and unexpected it's time for another summer of big brother Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.